0: Hey everyone this is Dan Hanks with Northwest College Support and today I'm gonna address a great question I had this week and the question was from a parent and they said hey if you were to take everything you've learned so far and you were gonna give me some advice what would that advice be so I was pausing and I was thinking about it I was spending some time just kind of processing i have got 15 years working with young adults and a variety of school settings, high school settings, college, residential treatment, and now working with young adults trying to do this therapeutic college transition program so that students who have struggled the most in high school can make successful jumps to college or that students who are in college and struggling can get the support they need to really thrive and crush it as they move forward. So this parent asks me and he says you know what would you what advice would you give and this is the most important advice i could give to any parent with any young person at any age of any developmental level and that concept is really simple that concept is that the gap gets bigger so i want you to hold that for a second the gap gets bigger now i'm going to explain what that means so I work with students with a wide range of of mental health issues, emotional challenges, learning differences. Really bright, competent, um, you know, really great young people, and for some reason, the challenges have have been too much to really thrive at a collegiate environment, or we're trying to make them, you know, make a success story for somebody who maybe high school has been more difficult for. So, this core concept has come up over time and it's just from experience working with families and it the stories that i hear go like this and this might sound familiar to you you might have somebody at this one of these phases developmental level but the story and again this is without labeling but the story that, that goes something like this my young person you know my child my son my daughter um You know, my daughter was in elementary school and really elementary school went pretty well for her. Um, You know, she maybe needed a little bit of extra support, but she had really caring teachers. She might have spent maybe a little bit of extra time outside of the classroom, sometimes having to gather her thoughts or deal with some emotions during those times. But for, you know, all in all, she made friends managed through elementary school, could make connections, Um, but there was always kind of, you know, a little bit of problems here and there, but nothing too big, nothing too big that we couldn't overcome. Now, I'm going to pause right there in the story, because I get that part of the story for boys and girls that I work with all the time. And I want to point out that there is a very small gap between the students with, you know, in this case, maybe it's a young person with anxiety, Maybe it's a very high-functioning form of autism. Maybe it's ADHD. There may be some diagnosis. But the gap between the student who's having some level of challenges and everybody else is very small when they're young. And we see that over and over with high-functioning young people with emotional challenges, learning challenges. So, the next phase of the story usually goes something like this. Junior high was tougher. It was more difficult for my young person. It was more difficult for my child. Suddenly, the relationships were more complex. It seemed like people were starting to form other types of friendships, connections, relationships. And so while they're forming these other relationships, connections, at the same time, now you're having to go from teacher to teacher. There's more homework demand being put on young people. And, you know, the story might go, okay, now my daughter started sometimes missing her homework assignments she was losing friends and it was harder for her to keep connection with very many friends she still had a couple close friends that she spent time with but you know things were clearly tougher there was more days that maybe she was getting sick and you know not attending school Um, and parents started becoming more concerned and maybe there was some more help brought on some more intervention done, but there was this theme of, there was a little bit of distancing happening from herself and the other students. Okay, so I want to pause at this junior high point, because this is the same thing I see over and over and over again. At junior high, we start seeing the gap getting bigger between young people I work with, young people with you know, emotional or learning needs. And again, we think of this young person in the story, this person, I'm not diagnosing them, but you know, maybe they have anxiety, maybe they have ADHD, maybe there's high functioning autism, maybe there's some, some series of things going on that is so early in the development. All you're seeing right now is that the gap is starting to widen between this young child and their developmental peers. And I run into this time and time again at the students I work with at junior high where somebody with additional needs starts having a little bit of a divergence that is starting to become noticeable to families. So let's go back to our our story. And oftentimes, high school becomes very difficult for young people as the parents are telling me these stories. And so high school starts looking like um, maybe maybe the freshman year was very difficult transition. Suddenly, friends were forming friends with other people, and there was a lot going on, lots of you know, more teachers, more classes, more scheduling, waiting, um, you know, kind of more loading onto the schedule. And um, the students, oftentimes at this point, you start seeing, you know, some really significant challenges, maybe academic. I've worked with a lot of students that even in the midst of these emotional challenges perform well academically. So maybe in their freshman year, they were able to make it through. They still kept with their couple friends, they had some some relationships in sophomore year they you know continue but maybe some of those friendships start moving on towards other people you know they start making new connections but the young person in my story struggles with making new connections and she you know finds herself a little more isolated she finds herself struggling still with overall academics time management Maybe at this point, parents are having to do quite a bit to help remind the student, keep them on track. Sometimes uh, school absences can really start to be a problem through high school. And so the high school story for the students I work with can be all the way in a range from we just barely got them through high school and we had to provide a lot of support all the way to young people I've worked with who have just missed enormous amounts of time in high school and have really struggled with following through but the biggest thing is we start to watch a lot of these social relationships really diverge and the gaps got bigger in high school the gaps got bigger between the high schoolers um that i'm working with you know emotional challenges learning challenges and it got bigger it looks to me like what we're seeing is these young people's difference between them and chronological peers having a developmental gap that is opening up and i see this developmental gap um, almost regardless of mental health or learning disability that is diagnosed so students with anxiety i see this pattern play out students with depression i see this pattern play out um students with adhd high functioning autism some of the Students that I work with a lot, and I have a lot of experience with, we watch this gap get bigger as they're moving in through high school. So, now we talk about college. And now we're at a divergent point. Most of the students I'm working with are actually pretty intelligent. So, and, and there are a lot of students with anxiety, depression, ADHD, and high functioning autism. Oftentimes they're, they're pretty intelligent. So the girl in our story, we go back to her. Now the parents have a tough decision. They see somebody who received a lot of support, maybe from them, maybe even from them more than from the school. But uh, now what do we do? The person is bright enough to have applied for college, can get into a college of you know choice that is appropriate for her. And so what happens next? So the young person goes off to college, um, and parents are hoping that that goes well. The person's older now, they're 18 years old. And she's, you know, she's ready to take on some new challenges in life. She goes off to college, and um, now there is a big difference between the challenges that she faced in high school and the challenges she faced in college. A lot more stress on organization, full independence in terms of trying to make and maintain social relationships, a significant increase in loading of day-to-day living skills you know just the activities of daily living are suddenly fully on her versus having her parents in the mix and it you know no story is exactly the same but the story oftentimes looks like somebody who maybe does well when they just start or maybe the transition is very difficult when they just start but i work with a lot of students that within the first year of college where they've had this kind of story within that first year of college there's significant Amounts of failed classes, non-attendance, and overall um, Kind of low level of functioning compared to their chronological peers and suddenly we're looking at somebody who is struggling in ways that are Significantly different from their collegiate peers and suddenly we're looking at a gap between somebody who's sometimes not leaving their dorm not having any relationships, any connections. So he's struggling really significantly academically compared to chronological peers that are maybe, you know, college college is challenging. It should be, college should be hard. So maybe they're, you know, but they're not able to thrive. They're not able to keep up through that challenge to overcome it. And we look back over the course of that person's life. And at first there was these little tiny differences And now we're looking at somebody in college with a very big gap. Now, here's the important part. Here's what can happen next. Then the next part of that story can be that young person isn't doing well at college. That person comes back home. The family struggles with figuring out how to give them adequate support, adequate challenge, and adequate opportunities for growth. And then maybe that person's at home for a couple years. And now there's somebody who's 20 years old or 21 years old. And they have not continued to make collegiate progress. Maybe they've struggled to maintain jobs or day-to-day functioning. And now we're looking at somebody 21 or 22 who is really in a different place as now their chronological peers are graduating college. People are starting to get ready for careers. And these students with emotional challenges, learning disabilities, they are stuck at home. They're struggling with functioning. They're struggling with relationships. And now we've got a gap that is really, really wide. And here's why I've got to talk about this, is if if that continues, they won't close that gap. If that pattern continues, they don't close the gap. And that's true at any of these developmental points. So when I'm working with students, there's a lot of different points that I could intervene in this process. For a college support program like we run, our ideal time is right out of that high school time so that you make sure that we can intervene from high school to college, and make the gap uh, hopefully stay closer. Same thing for the student maybe after that first semester where they struggle. you know, Now they're struggling. And then looking at a support services. That's where I would like to intervene myself. However, parents, anybody who's listening to this, you can intervene at any point in this life continuum. Here's the thing that we've got to do. We've got to give people experiences. We've got to give people support. We've got to give them opportunities for growth that don't allow the gap to get bigger now it's really difficult to close the gap if you have emotional disabilities if you have learning challenges it is hard to catch up with developmental peers but what is super important is that we don't allow this gap to get wider over time and so even if we look back at that grade schooler i think there's some ways that we make sure she stays more the classroom i think there's ways that we provide counseling at that time i think there's ways that we kind of enrich some friendship opportunities as a you know in grade school i think when we see those gap getting bigger in junior high i think there's a lot of opportunity to engage and maybe close that gap in high school same thing you know as the gap gets bigger it gets harder to close but if we allow it to continue and we think it's just going to fix itself, it's just not true. And the reason I'm making this, this audio right now is because the most important thing I've seen is young people that have really small differences from their chronological peers, but small differences that over time have grown into large problems. And to me, that's what that gap getting bigger is all about. And so if you're listening to this and you're somebody and you're looking for help for yourself, you know, maybe you're a college student and you're like, how would I, how would I change this for myself? You've got to put yourself in new situations. And some of those situations are going to make you uncomfortable. You know, sometimes you're going to feel anxious to meet new people, to go to new activities, new groups, new clubs, It's going to be anxiety provoking. If that's something you're not able to do, you've got to look at accountability partners, coaches, therapists, counselors, people who can come alongside you. And that is a challenging growth curve. But let's take this out of the, you know, for a metaphor, let's not talk about this in terms of emotional or psychological health. Let's just think of this in terms of, let's imagine if we were talking about physical health and we wanted to just get more fit in terms of our physical health. We would have to exercise more there's no way we could become a better runner without doing more running no way we could become a better bike rider without more riding a bike could become a better basketball player without playing more basketball we have to practice and in the physical realm you'd have to find coaches opportunities for exposure get on teams get on get with friends you've got to find uh, some coaching and you've got to find opportunities for environmental exposure So let's switch back to our story, our young lady, with this gap that has gotten larger and larger. You know, wherever they are at, and whatever age along that continuum, now is the time to start intervening in that gap because it will not close on its own. And any parent or any family that I've ever worked with would have loved to have started intervening on this gap you know, a year earlier, five years earlier. Everybody wishes they could have done it earlier, but whatever time you're hearing this, the time to try to intervene in that developmental gap that develops between people, um, now's the time to start it. And if you're the person listening to this and you're looking for those change yourself, now's the day to get it done because the gap isn't gonna close itself without you really exposing yourself and trying to take on some hard work to make a difference so you know that's kind of the big picture and i've had this conversation with hundreds and hundreds of families as i described the way that the gap got bigger between their child their son their daughter and their friends around them and you know we run a young adult transitional program for students with going to college and our goal is not necessarily to close the gap. I think sometimes we do. I think sometimes we can actually catch up or apparently catch up with chronological peers. At the very least, we want to make sure that the gap doesn't get bigger. So if we're working with an 18-year-old and they come in and maybe in terms of their organization, planning, their social skills, their day-to-day life skills, maybe they're more like 15 or 16. What we'd love to see is just that that doesn't drop off and the gap continue to be wider, but that by the time they're 21 or 22, they might just be, you know, a couple of years behind versus they get to 21 or 22 and they have no college done and their chronological peers are going on to careers. So that's the concept. And, you know, I'm really mindful of it to try to watch for kind of a range of developmental gaps that are work that are opening up between students with emotional needs learning disabilities and their chronological peers. And if you're a parent that's listening to this, um, I'd be happy to talk to you. People at Northwest College Support would be happy to talk to you. But it's not just about me or Northwest College Support. It's about intervene now. Take that opportunity now to make the change so that your young person doesn't continue to have this gap widen and open over time. And, you know, I've had some really sad stories of, you know, young, young people that turned into, you know, adults in their 40s that still lived at home and had no new social relationships since when they were young and their parents are elderly and still taking care of that young person. And we're trying to intervene and trying to close the gap at that point. And it's so much harder. The further we go down the line, it is more difficult. So, um, i Appreciate anyone who's still listening to this. I hope this was useful information. If you wanna uh, if you wanna communicate, talk more about this, my email is dan at college support, nw.com. Um and I'd love to follow up, talk to any family on ideas of how they might keep that gap from growing so large for their child. Thanks everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast brought to you by Northwest College Support. Uh, This has been a production of Northwest College Support. If you want to learn more, go to collegesupportnw.com. Thank you.